Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good morning, boys. Good morning. Morning. Friday. That is. Yeah. We have a big concert announcement coming up right out of the gates. This is big. We'll do a couple of tunes, um, do the news, the sports, then we're going to give you all the details on the show, then we're going to play a tune, then we're going to go to the phones, and we're going to give away a pair of tickets. Okay? Yeah, this one is uh, a bucket list for me. Yeah, it's on mine, too. Yeah. For sure. Um, and we've got a bunch of tickets to give away. We'll get all the details to you in just a bit. I, I will add, we've got more dad advice coming up at 8 with the Fogarty tick. Like, it's crazy with giveaways right yeah. now. Uh, the 100 bucks off with the Wilhawk beef jerky in Leduc um, is part of that. We've got great outdoor comedy festival tickets once again at about 7.30. You're going to name the Pauly Shore movie. And we've also been doing the uh, rutting section tickets. Be nice to Jimmy on text this morning. It's funny. Jimmy is... Um, there's a certain level of delusion that you have to put up with when you're a friend of Jimmy's. Yes, yeah. Right? But it's always entertaining. So yesterday, I was invited to Army Chris's, and he prepared a beautiful meal. Your wife's out of town. He knew you'd be eating, eating yeah. hot dogs. Yeah, so he, he made a nice dinner. He had, like, some potatoes, and uh, then he cooked this, like, ribeye. Just awesome. Just nailed this ribeye. And, um, and, and he said, I said, well, let me bring something. Yeah. Because wine was covered. And, right, yeah. I'm like, what do you want? He goes, well, go, go and get a, a turtle's cheesecake. And I'm like, okay, that's very specific. <laughs> so I went to the couple of stores, couldn't find one. Got one that was a caramel one. Okay. Okay. And it's just a little cheesecake like this. right? Yeah. So I, I cut it up. And we all had literally, because we ate so much meat. We all had like a little tiny sliver. Like I yeah. swear to God, like two ounces of, thing, yeah. of cheesecake. And Jimmy doesn't even really eat sweets, but he had a bite. Yeah. Right? This morning I pick him up and he's like, oh man, that cheesecake's really kicking back on me. <laughs> not, not the 42 not beer. The, you spent all day drinking. <laughs> it was all, the two ounces of cheesecake like all that's I'm causing doing, the problem for him All I'm today. doing is burping up and it tastes like that cheesecake. It's the cheesecake. It's the cheesecake, yeah. 47 beer. Started drinking at 11 Couldn't in the morning. could have been that. It's 46. <laughs> Such an idiot. The locker room topic of the day. Let's get into it. Who would you want to be your daddy? <laughs> Who's your daddy? You get to choose. It's a tough Don't say it. Not you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go, what? Who's yours? Oh, uh, I don't know. I was thinking about it, and I couldn't. Couldn't really. Probably Mark Hamill. <laughs> Didn't Luke Skywalker kill all his kids or something? No, that was his father killed all his. Anakin? Anakin. Anakin, but Luke killed all, killed all those kids in the camp that he was teaching them Jedi training or something? No, that was Ben. Oh, that was Ben. 
I thought it was Luke too. Didn't didn't he like? Did you guys not his, watch this scene in his sleep? <laughs> yeah, he got up and killed them all. Minus Frank Costanza. <laughs> Serenity now. Frank Costanza would be awesome. Oh, I don't know if I can beat that. I can't beat that. <laughs> no. Who's who? Do you want to be your daddy? The locker room topic of the day. Who do you want to be your daddy? Dean said, "Easy, Elon Musk." <laughs> yeah, richest man in the world. But then your name would be like X Z fourteen. That's 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 a good. That um, would be the trade off. But I mean, then your dad would be the richest man in the world. It's worth bringing up too that um, he's into some weird things sexually, mm-hmm. and that's probably going to be it's gonna a bit of an albatross in your life as well when you go to school. Yeah, people are talking about your dad wearing a hood and. <laughs> Yeah, going into sex dungeons <laughs> and people pooing on them. Huh. Hard to live with, but I think you might be able to see past it with all the cash. I think so. The locker room topic of the day. Who would you like to be your daddy? Christy said Jeff Goldblum. It's not possible. Listen, if there's one thing the history of evolution has taught us, it's that life will not be contained. Life breaks free. It expands to new territories and it crashes through barriers painfully, maybe even dangerously, but... Uh, Oh, there it is. I don't know if that's a good pick. He seems like a lot of work. I was looking. Uh, so he's got two kids. Okay. And this is kind of weird. So Charlie Ocean and River Joe. So they both have like the first one has um, a normal first name, but then a weird ocean. Water-based. Water-based. And then and the then. second one has a water-based first name and then an ordinary middle name. There, there was some thought put into that, yeah. I'm thinking. <laughs> He's quite a good uh, piano player. Have you seen him play? Oh, really? Jeff Goldblum? I could see that. He looks like a piano player. Like he right. is, um, I think he's up there. Mm-hmm. I mean, he gets, he, he's known for being an actor. He's in the new Jurassic Park, right? He is, yeah. He's so back. he's, he's, but he's not known for his ability to play piano, but I think he's actually really good. Mm. From what I've heard, anyway, I, I've seen a couple of video clips of him playing. Anyway, that's our topic this morning. Who's your? Who do you want to be your daddy? The locker room topic of the day. Who would you like to be a daddy? Wes said he wants Peter Griffin. Hey there, little fella. Welcome to the planet Earth. <laughs> What's that show again? Family Guy. Family Guy. Yeah. I've actually been told that I would find that that show fine i have never watched an adult cartoon yeah i've I've seen them i've seen clips i've never actually sat down and gone all right tonight i'm gonna watch an adult cartoon (laughs) and yes everybody i know this is gonna cause you a great deal of consternation but i have never watched an episode of the simpsons never seen the simpsons so family guy for me was pretty funny but a lot of what they did was ripping off the simpsons oh was it like there was some episodes where where it was even like Wow, the Simpsons did this episode already. And then as Family Guy went on, they started to like talk about that on the show even. Oh wow. They'd be like, Didn't the Simpsons do this? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. It's not that I don't appreciate this for what it is. It's just it's not it's just not my cup of tea. It's not, yeah. Right? I grew up with like that was my high school was watching The Simpsons and, and Family car- Guy and South Park and, and, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. So I never got it. I remember when we were young, young we would get up in the morning on Saturday morning and watch like Looney Tunes and stuff like that. Yeah. So that was a thing when I was a kid, kid. But I started playing hockey and yeah, I've always just been out of the house, right? Yeah. Like 
from a very early well, it's age. It's hard to get reception in the teepee, too. Well, yes. <laughs> D- depending on the temperatures of the rocks <laughs> in the sauna. <laughs> it, sometimes we got better. Sometimes it would Some, improve. Yeah, the yeah. rabbit ears, if you warmed them up. The locker room topic of the day. Who would you like to be your daddy? Trying to say it creepy every time. <laughs> <laughs> Inappropriate Ian said Ted Nugent. That Come is on. a good excuse be to play Stranglehold. Shooting guns all the time. You'd eat well. Oh, yeah. You'd be eating well. <laughs> Barbecue every damn night. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. If you're ever trying to reach the show, it will wrap up here. Who would you like to be your daddy? <laughs> Jimmy Fallon came in. Saying Jimmy really? Fallon would be fun. I bet he'd be a fun dad. At yeah, home. Uh, yeah. Right? Like it's kind of annoying on his show, but I bet he'd hang out with you. Kind of have some drinks. <laughs> uh, Penny said Captain Jack Sparrow. Okay, right. that makes sense. <laughs> um, we had Al Bundy come in a few times. Yeah. We also had Ted Bundy come in once from Soup Can Steve. Oh, it's a little weird. <laughs> he said it's it's all about the talk. You know, when you're on the schoolyard and you're like, my dad could beat your dad up. Well, if your well, dad is Ted Bundy. Yeah. <laughs> my dad would cut you up and put us put you in the freezer. Uh, Hugh Hefner also came in a few times. Oh, half. All right. Uh, Putin came in, so he said so I could get close enough to wipe him out. Poopler. Poopler. Yeah. Um, Red Foreman. Came in that seventy show. That's a good pick. Yeah, um, Tommy Lee Jones. That one came in from Ryan Lindley. <laughs> okay. Said he seems like a total dad's dad. He'd be proud of you, but never tell you about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you Co- need a certain amount of dysfunction with the father. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like he got. You know, he's proud of you, but you know, he won't say it. Yeah, like, but yeah. it's there. Actually, that's good advice. Yeah, never for, be for dad. <laughs> never tell them you're proud of them. Yeah, <laughs> they'll do better. When they're seeking approval, they'll work <laughs> Make harder. Make them earn your approval. <laughs> Corey Taylor from Slipknot came in. Jesus. Um, and then we had uh, Fred Flintstone. There you go. That's a good way to wrap up the topic. I didn't get a pick. Yeah, you didn't. And it doesn't have to be somebody a living, right? Uh, no, could be okay. anyone. Yeah. All right, then I'm going to go with Preston Manning. Oh, rest in a, peace. What a leader. Yeah. Yeah. He would He's have been not a, dead. He would have been a great father. He would have, yeah. Here's news. Deputy Minister, uh, Prime Minister and Finance Minister Christia Freeland delivered her first major speech since the budget, uh, where she outlined $8.9 billion in financial support that the Liberals are introducing to help Canadians deal with the rising inflation. That'll help. Um, have you noticed JT has taken a serious step back? He's got COVID. Oh, no! Yes! <laughs> I mentioned it. <laughs> He's got COVID again. I didn't even think of it until the... Oh, hold on. We got to run the alarm. Is there an alarm? Run the alarm. Oh, yeah. This. Yes. That means I have to take the uh, elevator all next... Or the uh, stairs all next week. You're only in for uh, four, four days. Four days, but I got a torn hamstring. <laughs> <laughs> This could be great for you. That'd be great for it. And then, <laughs> then you're getting married the next weekend, so your leg is going to be even worse. Well, we could give him a, a reprieve. We'll get till, uh, till he well, comes back. Till after. he gets back from vacation. You could do that if you want to. Yeah, because you did really rip your it's, your. My whole leg is bruised. Are you having trouble walking or no? I can walk in a straight line, but if I have to side pivot at all, it like buckles. But yeah. Okay. Well, we can't. 
I can do a full. Mac would kill us. <laughs> if you're walking up seven flights of stairs I, and somehow have an add to the injury and you got to do your ceremony in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll give you, you a get, break till you, you come back. hold it over or I could forfeit two death pool picks. It's up to you guys. Let's take the picks. I want the picks. Want I the want picks? my picks. I want my pick back. Okay, I get one of yours. We'll do that yeah. later. We'll do that after the news. Okay. okay. I'm already planning it. If Hold on. One we better wait till the end of the show. True. Because, because one of us might screw up. up and then, yeah. Um, if anyone's just joining us, it's COVID-free Friday. So yeah. if anyone mentions it, there's a penalty, which is you can't take the elevator for the next week at work. There was a drinking penalty for this whole thing. It didn't work. But it no, didn't work. No one followed through. <laughs> yeah, because I'm going to be gone the week after, too. So it's going to be like so delayed. I like this idea. Yeah. I like this idea. But you might not have to give up both picks if one of you Jimmy <laughs> slips up here. Up. Um, free- if we if we screw up yes! and do and we screw up and do what? <laughs> Too obvious. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. When did this gondola conversation start? A couple years ago. Right? So it was a few years ago, and I think it was. Remember they did a contest. Um, where they did like what? What would your dream thing be in the River Valley? That's right. And they just let companies propose ideas. Like one of them was to put saunas in the River Valley, and there was another one. It was like a a food truck on a Ferris wheel. Yeah, remember that? <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was a bunch of like basically people just what's the craziest thing you can think of? Submit it, and you could win. Yeah. So it just seems ridiculous to me and I think a lot of people anytime I see anything on social media everyone is just like why is this this is ridiculous why, is why would we spend money on something so stupid and the, like our sense of priorities in this city are just whacked and the uh the company that is building it or wants to build it prairie sky he keeps claiming there's never not going to be any city money. It's total. Um, that's a total. Yeah. Lie. So they they keep claiming that. That's this is coming out of the taxpayers. Uh, like, listen again. I understand that we want nice things, right? Yeah. Like, and I've I've made this comment multiple times about Edmonton. For some reason, there is an age group in Edmonton that that has the reins right now, and they don't they don't have a strong sense of priorities, right? And, and I keep telling friends of mine who live back east, this is a very liberal. Edmonton's a liberal town. Very liberal. I mean, look at the voting map where the NDP stronghold were yes, the only liberal MPs. Because they they think of us as like, oh, it's all, we're all eating, chewing, and wandering in Vancouver, around. and they're like, they think we're all in, yeah. Yeah, in Levi's, and <laughs> we're all going to the shooting range for Roll, our weekend Rolling activities. coal, and like, but yeah. no, there's, yeah. No, this I'm is just a look at Folk liberal. Fest, how big Edmonton Folk Fest yes. is. Yes. That's kind of an indicator, right? And I think that's part of the reason why this thing doesn't die, mm-hmm. because of that type of base here in Edmonton. And they desperately don't want to be that, right? Yeah. They don't want to be what the stereotype so, yeah. Is so. Although I like, I we're d- overcompensating maybe a little bit. I never see anyone like really supporting it. 
No, like, me neither. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's it's absolutely ridiculous. It, it's and it just doesn't go away. There was another. And anytime an article or anything shows up in the news now, I get it sent to me thirteen times. So thank you. I've seen that article by Keith. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I've read it. Yeah, I just it get an Edmonton Journal article and it's titled "Benefits of Edmonton's Gondola Project Starting to Soar." And it's just all propaganda. I'm not sure why. Fewer car trips. I keep trying to yeah. figure out what the what the angle is. Like, like I don't know why we like in the summertime. You know what's awesome is the streetcar that goes yeah. over the river, goes on top of the high level bridge. They just expanded it to White Ave. That's a great option if you want to get you know to and from across the river. You don't want to take a, a car. billion dollars, but yeah, spending for a gondola plus the eyesore, like a lot of construction in the River Valley. Yeah, a lot of tearing things out, and uh, there's a lot of homeless. Like, deal with that situation. Yeah, no, I don't know. So they have a big vote in August City Council, where basically if they approve it, then they can move forward, or if they say no, then it's done. There's some kind of weird business money thing. Something, something shady is. Well, because now they want to build a gondola in Red Deer, like they've made an agreement to build one in Red Deer. This is, this is a grift. Yeah, I can't think of any other reason why this conversation doesn't won't go away. Yeah, and the the uh, someone the, the the people that are voting at city city hall, they're somehow they're somehow. Benefiting from it, yeah, because there's no way that you're going to be able to convince a voting public that in Edmonton that a gondola is a good idea. I, I'm sorry, yeah. So there's something weird going on behind the scenes. On you this, know what, this you know what I think we should do as a show? We need to bring back the build the gondola shirt to our merch page. No, it's sure. already there. Uh, I think that one's gone. No, that one's not there. That one, we, yeah, we, we did move it. We did move it to our new merch page. Because maybe the city will start buying our, buying the Build a Gondola shirts to help support it, and we'll we can make, make some, some money. money. I bought one for for Mike before he got run out. Mike Nickel. Mike Nickel. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't come by and pick it up, and then, and <laughs> and then he's he disappeared off. Yeah, he's the just disappeared off the face of the earth. We miss you, Mike. We miss you. <laughs> Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now. Brent Johnson. You know, in the world we live in today, there's a lot of negativity around politicians and politics as a whole. People don't trust them. They think, hey, these people are only in it for themselves. So you would think being a politician, you would see that. You would see the negativity. You would see the hatred. And you would try to show people that you do have people's interests at heart, that you do care, that you're trying to make their lives better, that you are not a criminal. And then a story comes out where the governor general, who... Let's be honest, nobody really knows what the Governor General does anymore. The Governor General racks up a $90,000 catering bill on her flights to the Middle East. To be fair, it wasn't all just her. She had an entourage that she travels with for whatever reason. So between her and the entourage, like for her, it was only, I don't know, five, six, ten thousand $10,000 of that was spent on the Governor General for catering. Don't we all spend that on catering for flights, the politicians said? Can we just make a rule for politicians that all flights from now on are just bring your own booze? We know you're going to booze. Let's do it cheap. Go to Costco, get a 48-pack pill for $54. 
And that is how you save taxpayers' money and you keep your job. Is there not someone working at Parliament that could pack them a lunch? Maybe some snacks to take on the flights? And why are they flying in the first place? All politicians should be on the Red Arrow or the Greyhound. Mm -hmm. If I'm paying for it with my taxes, they're taking the bus from now on. Well said. That's how we deal with this. The Grant Report is brought to you by Edmonton Glory Hole Tours Charity Car Wash this weekend. Rain or shine, bring your car in for a shine and receive a coupon for 10% off a tour. Book at Edmonton or TaborGloryHoleTours.com. Another moment with Dr. Locke. Anytime I see anything that even remotely supports our drinking habits, I get that information out there immediately. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, You need to. Yes, exactly. So the beer gut. Mm. Now, I'm not talking about the, the shit locker. I'm talking about the fact that if you drink beer, you have a certain chemistry in your stomach. So like your um, bacteria, your yeah. gut, gut bacteria and stuff? So yes. not, not developing the locker. No, no. But they are saying that people that drink a beer a day kind of a thing, mm-hmm. right? Or six. Just one. Have a certain percentage of bacteria that is healthy. Excellent. Right? Well, and they always talk about your gut health now. Yeah. And they're like, your gut health determines your mental health. Absolutely. Like, it, it has a huge, it plays a huge role in your overall well-being. Again, like huh. I said, we're way ahead of our time, boys. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but what does it say about 15? <laughs> well, if one is good, why wouldn't 15 be good? Thank you, Grant. <laughs> it's science. It's <laughs> If one works... 15 should be amazing. 15 should be even better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Just come down? This just come down? Yeah, I saw it this morning. Okay. Um, so HBO is developing a Game of Thrones spinoff around the one that we all wanted a spinoff around, mm-hmm. Jon Snow. Because, yeah, they're doing that one with the... Is it the Targaryens, the dragon? Yeah, that's not out yet. Is that's it? not out, but that's going to be way before the Game of Thrones. It's a prequel. It's a prequel. The trailer looks good for that. It, that does look really good, but this is going to be Jon Snow after the finale of Game of Thrones. I like that. Uh, so, I, I don't I'm not spoiling anything if you haven't seen it. I don't know. No, no, you're not spoiling it. He wanders off over the wall, remember? Yeah. Um, so, this is going to be following his journey, I guess. This um, makes sense. Yeah. Right? Like, I know there was a lot of criticism for the ending and, and how... The it, last season was little a little rough. To me, it was rushed. Yeah. And it was like you had devoted all this time to building these characters and storylines, and then in the last season they kind of just, this doesn't actually matter, this doesn't actually matter. Yeah. You invested, yeah, whatever. So um, this the, the one, one thing about this spinoff is they're saying it's a good chance that we'll see a lot of the characters again. Um, Arya, Sansa. Cool. Um, Brienne, who's yeah. everyone's favorite. Yeah. yeah. The big one. The big, the big girl, yeah. I like the big one. Yeah. <laughs> well, and... <laughs> For me, again, you you said it. 
This makes sense. A lot yeah. of times when these shows, you fall in love with these shows, and then there's a conversation about the, you know, the continuation or the potential yeah. continuation of it. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Hey, hey it's Joey. Like, yeah, no one wants to see Joey on his own sitcom. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like the Star Wars stuff. The book like, of Boba Fetish was kind of sister eh. spinoff. What? Yeah. She's the worst actress on that show. Like, why would they develop a whole show around her? Around her, yeah. Like, it makes no sense. That this, one I don't get. I know you don't even get that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, I understand. This makes sense to me, yeah. Yeah, so um, that's in the works. They say it's just in the works. Kit Harrington, who played Jon Snow, is yeah. obviously on board already. So. Obvious. Yeah. Yeah, that's his bread and butter. I haven't seen him in anything else. Yeah. Like, I can't see old Kit becoming a, a rom-com actor. A lot of the Game of Thrones actors, I mean, they made so much money doing Game of Thrones, they ended up just doing, like, independent stuff. Um, what's her name? The the girl, the mother of dragons. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't see her She either. does Hallmark she, movies. And she was, like, the biggest star. Yeah, she does a bunch of, like, the Hallmark Christmas movies now. She, she was in Solo. Yeah, that was kind of while Game of Thrones was going on. She was and, in Solo. and she was also in one of one of the uh, Terminator movies. Like Be- the- that was before Game of Thrones. I, I think. think so. Yeah. I think yeah. So. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, that, that's a good point, though. We, we don't see that that group. Sandra much. was in one of the X Men movies, but oh, they bombed. Yeah, that one did awful. Sophie Turner. Yeah. 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 Who did she marry? She married. She married somebody. one of the Jonases. That's what it was. Yeah. And he's got money too. Yeah. Right. So they're off. Jet set in. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. The dad vice we're doing is a text thing. Yeah. And um, if you've got some advice for Grant, make sure you send it to us right now. 780-989-0957. Grant is getting married soon. We met a, uh, a nice young lady in the last couple of years. They've moved in together. She has a couple of kids from a past relationship. So they've got uh, a nice little family. Yeah. Little Donnie and Nora. Mm-hmm. Donnie's two. Nora is four? Five. Five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She just turned five. She, she turned five in May. Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Chuck E. Cheese birthday. Okay. Um, we've been giving Grant advice all this week. And again, I said it the other day, I don't think you need a lot of advice. I have two beautiful daughters, mm-hmm. very successful. One is graduating right now. Yeah, actually, she called me this morning well, to I find out if she's the first. Instagram this morning. She found out that she, the first one in our family, my side, because we're the dumb side, obviously. Phone <laughs> <laughs> to find out if she's the first one with a, a degree. Your wife has got all these degrees and stuff, so she had to call yeah. dad to go, am I the first uh, one in the family to get a degree on your side? Don't you have a degree in radio? You were in uh, It's not like we just crawled out of time. the cave. <laughs> Like, for the love of God, it's not 1942, right? We didn't just finish the Depression, right? She's so funny. And he, I'm pretty sure I'm the first one, right? I'm like, I've got a whole bunch of family. you got a whole bunch of family you don't even you know. Don't even know. I don't even know. Because the... Anyway. <laughs> we don't need to get into that. I was laughing Five during that whole... in the morning. Yeah. What are you doing? I love that. That's her first thought, too. Yeah. I'm going to phone dad and find out if I'm the smartest for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do love her. Okay. <laughs> anyway, here's the advice that I will give you today. When people meet my family, when they meet my kids, there is always, and I literally, I can see it on, I can see the expression on people's faces. Yeah. Because I think if you know me, especially if you know me from what we do here on the locker room, you probably have an opinion about who 
I am, Mm -hmm. and you might have an idea about the level of dysfunction in my life, right? Yeah. You probably think my wife is a gong show. You probably think my family, my kids are a gong show. You would think just from listening and getting an idea of Lachlan? Well, you're wrong. My my wife is, is... is a professional. She's wildly successful mm-hmm. in her career. Both my kids are stable. They're smart. smart. They're well spoken, and they're very successful. Mm-hmm. And people always go very friendly. What happened yeah. here? Like it just doesn't add up in a lot of people's minds. Jimmy's witnessed this when mm-hmm. people meet my family, and they, he he'll giggle, and they'll be like, <laughs> what, "What is going on here? Like, did you see this? Like, this is this can't be Locke's kids. <laughs> he hired actors. Don't judge your family by." Uh, who you are. Is that, I think, where you're going? Right? No, I'm not. I Because people can make whatever judgments they want. I don't care. I have no control over it. But I have had those shocked individuals come to me when they're starting families or they knock somebody up and they're going to have a kid. And, I, and over the years, people have gone, hey, have you got any advice? Because clearly you're a mess, but your kids are awesome. Something happened. Something happened here. Um, What advice would you pass along? And I gave Grant some advice this week, and it was humorous advice. I Mm -hmm. hope people saw the humor in the advice that I gave. Today, I'm giving you serious advice, and I don't need to win a prize pack. No. You'll give that to somebody that's texting in advice right now, 780-989-0957, and you'll be off to Fogarty and off to Wilhawk Beef Jerky with 100 bucks in your hand. Yeah. This is the only advice I actually give people that are about to have kids. When they seek it out from you. When they seek it out from me. And I've done this multiple times in my life. There is only one rule you need to follow as a parent. Mm -hmm. Okay? They just need to know that you love them. Hmm. That is the only rule. Make sure you say it. Yep. Okay? Doesn't happen to happen. Doesn't have to happen every day. But... They need to know that. And if they know that and they believe it, and if it's true, those kids will turn out okay. They're going to screw up. Oh, yeah. You're going to pick them up at jail or whatever. (laughs) There's going to be lots of levels of parenting. You're going to say drunk from a party? (laughs) Jail. (laughs) Jail. (laughs) I got picked up from jail a couple of times. If those little shits know you love them, yeah. everything will work out in life. That's my only <laughs> advice to to people that are having kids or about to have kids or uh, that have kids. All right? Now we'll go to the text line. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. This is Kane? Kane. Okay. Kane had some good advice. He had eh? a bunch of advice there. Hello. All right. Top line your advice because you sent in a long text. Well, I got to be honest, though. I, I ripped that off the internet, though. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're honest. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I think that's worth a win. That's worth a you win. Know, you got to be. You think I'd be able to come up with that kind of stuff? <laughs> I, you're pretty deep sometimes. Oh. Oh my God! It was about oh, it was so being funny. your child's role model, <laughs> eating together as a family. We should have known when you said "read to your child," Kane. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh-huh. Kane. 
Uh, you uh, walk away with the, the final dad vice uh, prize pack, uh, Fogarty tickets, and 100 bucks off at Wilhawk Beef Jerky. By the way, don't be shy about bringing by some of that beef jerky yeah. to, the, uh, to the locker room when you buy it. Hey, I got lots of time on my hands. I can definitely do that. Yeah, beef jerky and some beer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anything else you would like? <laughs> <laughs> we'll send you a list. <laughs> What's Off the internet? <laughs> He's got 10 years of high school, a month of university, most educated member of the show. show. And now, and now it's Jimmy Explains. Do you guys want to explain it? Because you're just going to turn it into it's all aliens. Oh, uh, no, you love aliens. What is so? It? China did find uh, uh, radio signals, again, using their sky-eye uh, telescope. That's uh, It's different than the FRBs. It's it's more consistent signal, supposedly. Mm. And it's causing some, ra- some kind of radio interference. Hold on, though. They did say, China did say, could be signs of an alien civilization. And then it got yanked. Yeah. Then they got in front of it and they yanked it off of their social media. So they have different forms of social media in China, and it got out on that. So the 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 people that are working on the Sky Eye is that what it's yes. So the Sky Eye, and apparently the one that we were talking about last week about the FRBs, the ones that have the consistent pattern, um, that's from a telescope in Brazil, right? I think that one was, yes. Yes, and that one is the second or third most powerful telescope on the planet that Mm. is being used to investigate, um, you know, things outside of of Earth. This one in China is the biggest and the strongest telescope in the world, the Sky Eye. I didn't even know about it until this article, to be honest with you. Yeah. And and so they were freaking out about it. When th- when they found this, and it was back in March or May, March, um, March. Yeah, I think it was March. Yeah, and and again, like I said, we we're just starting to hear about um, how they were dealing with it um, in China. So, uh-huh. yeah, the fact came- that that report was removed from one of their websites, and yeah, yeah, it's interesting that we're at this point in our lives where. There is open conversations about what this potentially could be. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Yeah. Right? Without it, guys in suits and suitcases showing up at the door going, right. we're going to need that morning show to sh- come with us. Yeah. Right? Like, we are at that point where this is an open discussion. You can believe whatever the hell you want to believe, Jimmy. But that's that's the what pointing that, out. The fact that they're openly discussing the, these things. Yes, we're doing it in North America, and, and I'm even more shocked that they're doing it in China. Now, they locked it down, they tamped it down, but there was still a discussion in China about the possibility that this unexplained fast radio burst communication from another galaxy could be potentially... A signal. Mm-hmm. It might not be. Might not be. But at least it's being said out loud. This could be an attempt from a, an intelligent life form on another planet trying to reach out to another intelligent life form. They're or, doing the same thing we're doing. Yeah. Or it could just. We're doing it. Yeah. You're right. Or it could just be what I know it to be is, you know, 
Earth, we well, sense. Well, that's what we, I know we, about we, you. Send, you, we, you basically, um, we send you're signals, never wrong. We send signals out to space all the time. This is just a bounce back from one of the signals that we sent out, and it's because it's a it's a radio burst and. It, you know, there's space phenomenon. You heard phenomenon. it here first, everybody. Yeah. He's never wrong. I'm Jimmy never, knows that's, the answers to mankind. And dinosaurs are all liberal propaganda. Yeah. They but that's existed. why we have Jimmy Explains is I am the smartest guy in this room. That's why I'm yeah. pointing it out. Did a month at uh, Lethbridge Community College? It was the man, two months. The man that lives just north of Stony Plain Road <laughs> pays $763 a month. <laughs> 780. He used to run the has door a, at a rub and tug. Has a couch that his buddy Bert helped, like, bring in from a dumpster. <laughs> Sitting by a dumpster in his apartment building right now. Just took his bottles in for the first time in a year. <laughs> How much money did you Gets, get from your bottles? $160? Yeah. Get skipped the dishes four times a week. <laughs> Only three. <laughs> Eats hoagies at 3 o'clock in the morning. I've switched to tacos. Loves Star Wars. He's got the answers. Award-winning podcast, by the way, dealing with Star Wars. He's got all of the answers about mankind and the universe beyond. Shut it down, China. (laughs) In the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7. Cruise FM. Victor Quee, the president of the Edmonton Elks, joining us. Thank you for your time this morning, my friend. Good morning. What up, gentlemen? Um, we want to start quickly. Let's get this out of the way. That was a rough start to the season last week. Ooh, <laughs> I, I won't. I will not lie. My butt still hurts. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was tough. Going into Vancouver, they had a packed, well, not packed, but a big crowd. At BC Place, and uh, yeah, I, I remember, wasn't the Elks night. I remember going to games in Vancouver when I lived there years and years ago, and um, it was dead empty. Well, I remember going to a game, and we would move along the stadium. Like, wherever the ball was, he would just follow it down the stadium. Because <laughs> you could just sit down the whole length wherever you yeah. wanted. Yeah. So are they turning things around in, in Vancouver, Victor, with, with attendance? Well, you know, I'll, I'll say this, like, obviously, selfishly, I wanted us to win and and, mm-hmm. and uh, was going there with with getting a W on our mind. But I was really happy for BC for yeah. what they did, their outdoor party and the attendance and the atmosphere and all that, I think, is what the league needs. And that kind of fresh new ownership that they brought on board and the fans experiencing it. So all of that, I think, is great. Aside from the score, everything yeah. there was, was was awesome. And, you know, I guess um, maybe I'll have to have, make my conversations a little bit more clearer with Coach when I talked to him. Because I said, hey, Coach, like, let's go break some records. <laughs> I clear records that we should be breaking. <laughs> uh, one, of the, uh, one of the tweets that I saw on the weekend on Sunday after the loss was, I hope Chris has a room on his, uh, in his new house that's full of defensive players. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're young. They're, they'll come together. They'll come together, yeah. The uh, Rough Riders here this weekend, if you obviously you're listening, but we are on Zoom with Victor, and I've got my Rough Rider hat on. Uh, had to. I need to know: Is Pilsner going to be on special tomorrow night? 
Yeah, sorry, I can't hear you at all. I don't. You're breaking up. Just don't seem to be able to communicate with a rough rider fan. I don't know what's going on. Uh, we've tried, um, but we can't get it out of him. He was born over there, yeah. Victor. He just it's it's in his blood. We've tried we've tried hitting him with stuff and everything. Yeah, yeah, we've tried everything. It just it doesn't work. It doesn't He's, work. He still bleeds you know, that green. Yeah. In all respect. <coughs> Excuse me. And respect to that, right? Like, I mean, that's what makes the Rough Riders fans so great. Yeah. It doesn't matter where they live in the world. They maintain their loyalty. And, 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 I, and I love that. And I think that when you get other great fans into the same stadium, that's what makes the game exciting, mm-hmm. right? It's always and, the um, best atmosphere. Yeah. Right. Those right. are the funnest games every year is the, is the Rough Rider games, for sure. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, the the funny thing is that um, we always have a lot of attendance, right, from from Saskatchewan visiting guests. And and I think that we actually have done a poor job on making sure that every Saskatchewan person that lives in Edmonton knows about the game and, and mm. can show their version of their green pride. So I wanted to make sure that that uh, any Saskatchewan fans know about the game and have a chance to come out because we've just sort of assumed Mm-hmm. That you that you and they're playing. Well, you can't do that in sports. You can't assume that anybody knows what's going on, and you have to reach out to them and and talk to them. So I think I'm 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 looking forward to it. If there's one thing that I've learned about Chris Jones, is that if there is a Where? coach that in a team and course correct, it's him. Like he's not shy about doing that, and oh, his no. players and his coaches know. That's what they need to do. So I think you're going to see a different team on the field. Well, I, I know Chris Jones from his time in Saskatchewan, and he wasn't afraid to try things and to put a take a receiver and make him a cornerback for a game because he liked the matchup. And yeah, he's not afraid to to try to do what he can to win. So, can you yeah. tell us a bit about the uh, Joey Moss suite? <clears throat> yeah. So the you know we um, relaunched the Joey Moss suite. And it, it was, we wanted to make it something that was a better tribute and an accurate tribute to him and his contributions, not just to the team, but to Edmonton as a whole. Mm-hmm. So we um, contacted and worked with his family to get some memorabilia from him. Oh, awesome. We had cool. So it's autograph stuff. We put some of his favorite things, like his favorite video games. We got an arcade style wrestling video game in there. Get out and of here. That's awesome. Really Try to, to share people um, some of the things that why he was such a special person and brought so much joy to everyone. And um, that's what the room reflects. Like you, there's a, an awesome mural on the outside of it. And um, inside is all this collector stuff and, and pictures, we you know, of everything with him, with Gretzky, him with, with um, players and just um, um, all the charity work that he's done. Mm-hmm. So it's, how, really, it's really cool. How do you get into the Joey Moss suite? It's on the concourse level on the um, southeast side okay. corner. And um, you just, yeah, when you walk walk on that, on that corner, you'll see it. Cool. Yeah, I think we automatically associate Joey Moss's legacy with the Oilers, right? Based on his connection with Wayne. Um, but people forget about his connection with the Edmonton Eskimos and now the Edmonton Elks, right? Because yeah. he was a big part of, of your organization, mm-hmm. right? He was a pillar in the locker room. Yeah. 
and, and for the players. And I, people tell, tell me stories all the time about he was the only person in the locker room that was not shy to go up to a player and like, give me your towel now. Get showered and get out of here now. That's fantastic. So my plans this weekend, I'll just I'll fill you in on what my number one motivation is for the game is to find out where the South Island Pie Company is selling the pies. <laughs> so is it in just one spot or Victor are they at all of the uh, at the different outlets that you can buy food at the games? Well, why should I ruin your treasure hunt? <laughs> just do it yourself. Yeah. It's two days away. That's yeah, make them walk. All right, excellent. Yeah. Okay, um, is there anything else we need to touch on with respect to the game? I, I know the 50-50 has, has already been up and running on the webpage, so people should check that out early. That's a different strategy this year. Um, is there anything else you want to mention before we let you go, Victor? Yeah. You know, th- thanks for that shout-out on, shout on the 50-50, because what we're trying to do is we've put in all these early bird prizes that are money-can't-buy experiences. Yeah. So there are things like being a part of the coin toss or being a part of the locker room pre, like a fly on the wall. Yeah. So you could be in the locker room pregame to listen to Chris Jones give his inspirational speech. Oh, wow. And just like really different things to try and um, incorporate fans. Um a bunch of early bird prizes for fans to run out of the tunnel ahead of the team. Oh, that's so cool. Just, just really things like that. We're going to slowly implement. We're also going to roll out some of those benefits, which will be exclusive only to season ticket holders. Okay. And um, and so so they can start to get uh, benefits that nobody else gets. Um, but the season ticket holder sort of list of benefits is going to take me until next season to really properly roll out because yeah. we've you know we haven't done a good job of it in the past and now the season has started and we can't you know suddenly randomly start certain things but in my mind i really want to go back to when you're a season ticket holder you get a gift of exclusive stuff when you renew and it's a gift of um, not just Elks things, but stuff from our partners, and um, and that kickstarts your experience, you know, from 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 that day. And then what we're tr- what we're gonna do this year is, and we haven't we released it yet. We should be releasing it, I think, next week. Is we will list all of the benefits that a season ticket holder will get, but they only get unlocked every month. Okay. So the, you can't get it right at one go. Every month, a new sort of benefit will get unlocked, and that will give fans a chance to interact with us um, monthly. Cool. Uh, while we're, um, you know, while you're looking at ideas and, and and probably doing a lot of brainstorming with the team, I'll throw this out there and maybe just suggest this to Chris. It doesn't have to be in the regular season, but maybe a preseason game. I'd like to be thrown in to take a couple of snaps. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Well, why not? <laughs> You'd make a good kicker. Uh, yeah. But, but Victor, uh, you've never seen him run before. I don't know if you really want to. Yeah. I think I think it'd be entertaining to see you receive a snap yeah. and all your defenders just step aside and yeah. let everyone back leave. That's exactly <laughs> what would happen. <laughs> Boom! I, I met with all the amateur football leagues in um uh, in the city uh, a couple weeks ago and really talked about what can we do more together to have everybody who loves football participate and, and, and involved with it. And so 
one of the things that we talked about was for preseason next year, could we make it an entire like football week? where oh, all the high school idea. jamborees come and play their finals and all the minor leagues, the midgets, you know, um, Little women's people. football, flag football, you know, every, <laughs> everything just like the whole, the whole season, right? Yeah. I mean, the whole preseason like yeah. that, obviously peaking with, with, um, with our preseason game. So I think there'd be some cool stuff like that that we can do. Well, there is a really strong and growing football community in the Edmonton area. Um, oh, yeah. And, and I think the fact that you're already thinking about tapping into that, Victor, is, is a really good idea. And there's a lot of passion for this game in, in, in Alberta yeah. and around the country, for sure. Tapping into it is not the, is not the right, is not the right uh, phrase I'd use. It's just that as the professional team, we have to support this ecosystem. Yeah, that's we good have point. to help them get bigger and rise and make more fans and more participants because that's good for the whole sport, right? Yeah. And so, um, in the past, our relationship was transactional. You know, like oh, let's send a couple of players. Oh, let's give some fifty-fifty money. I really want to look at it of how does this whole ecosystem work together and um, and play. Like, imagine if we had a game that's the only game that happens all year of it's Wildcats versus Huskies. Yeah, and you know, like why not? Why not showcase them together? That's a great so, idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, so things like that, but and and it's going to take time for our fans to 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 get to you know I. I think I've only been on the job five months or whatever, so I'm not gonna. I can't get everything done in one go. We like you. We like you so far, Victor. You're doing a great yeah. job, and we're looking forward to the game on Saturday tomorrow night. Rough 7:30. Riders. Yeah, they're in town. It's a little bit of a later start, um, and uh, I will be doing my uh, my South Pie Company search as soon as I get <laughs> down there. And looking forward to the match. Uh, thank you for your time today. GoElks.com for any information about the game and to get your fifty fifty tickets. Uh, go Elks, go. Hopefully you have a better outing riders. tomorrow, Victor. Thank you. I'll, I will see you guys there. We'll see you in the running section, my friend. Take care. All right. Bye. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Good morning, Reese. How are you? Good, good. How are you? Reese um, is the one of the owners. One of the owners, yeah. You and your, your dad and your brother. and Yeah, uh, it's my yeah. two brothers and her dad. We own uh, Omen Brewing. Omen, yeah. I've heard good things, uh, and we went down last week and had to, and sampled some of your beverages. We Grant, had to, yeah. Yeah, Grant <laughs> has been down to see you a couple of times because you're on that uh um we're happy all beer street yeah the happy beer street <laughs> yeah you're you're down there with a bunch of other breweries yeah, right? yeah there's quite a few of us down that 99th strip corridor there yeah so the reason why we got recent is because uh omen is jumping on board to help us with our uh lawn darts tournament our illegal lawn darts tournament more details coming up on that actually this weekend i promise i've been telling everybody that I've been doing this, that I'm going to do this, but I'm going to send a, an email out to anybody who's played in the past and get a pre-sign-up thing going, and uh, you'll learn a little bit more about um, um, Omen's involvement and, and the tournament as a whole here over the next little while. But let's, well, we can tell everybody. There's a fridge up for grabs yeah. for the top fry, prize, and you guys may have just filled it with your product. Oh, yeah, we stuffed it. It's as full yeah. as it can go. All right. Now, let's have a look at this. This uh, what's in front of you here. So, Almond oh, yeah. Brewing is really unique. Yeah, I like the logo, too. Very cool. The logo and that it's, you know, a lot of dark beer, which... 
yeah. pretty unique to the breweries. That's in the focus. So, you guys yeah, are dark we're, beers, right? We're dark beer focused brewery. I mean, we do have some lighter beers as well if you're afraid of the dark. So, you know, don't be afraid to come <laughs> on by. Don't be afraid of the dark. Exactly. We've got uh, lots of different stuff. I'm sure you'll find something that'll uh, suit your fancy here. Uh, we've got a pretty good high rating on Untapped if you follow the uh, beer uh, I, geek kind of stuff. I used to go on that to annoy people because yeah. <laughs> they, I had all these people, friends and people that we work with that were beer nuts. And they would be on Untapped sharing all their crazy beers, and I would just go on there like every weekend and put Pilsner. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's you then. <laughs> the guy would be like, "That's not as good as most of Canadian." Yeah. You know? <laughs> I was just doing it to drive them nuts. I like the craft beers. Yeah, and- yeah. Oh, that's funny. No, this is good. Now, what? What? This is your one of your top sellers. Right? Yeah. So this is our Red Harbor. We actually won a silver medal with this one at the Alberta Beverage mm. Awards. If you care about medals. Um, not like we do or anything. This show is highly decorated. So yeah. <laughs> we win a lot of awards. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and uh, so it's uh, it's one of our top sellers. It's just a really easy drinking Irish red ale. It's got very little to no hops in it. It's got a nice caramel body and mouth um, taste to it. Yeah, it's uh, very smooth. Yeah, very smooth body. Uh, it's just all around easy drinking beer. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That is good. I am enjoying What did that. I buy? I, I, last Friday, I bought a four-pack of the... Um, the rye beer. Oh, the Night Rider. Yeah, the yeah. Night Rider. Yeah, that was delicious. That was I, yeah, didn't last long. That's the fun <laughs> part about the um, about the beers, right? Is is coming up with all the names. You guys have. I know you have a blueberry one that we people do. talk about, yeah. and it's called blueberry because you know we're that uh, inventive with the names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. It's yeah. good. It's good. You like you bought, Jimmy that bought one. a four pack. I, I bought like a four pack of that one of that one of the. What's the claustrophobic? The claustrophobic, yeah. the black IPA. Yeah, that's yeah. the mm-hmm. one that I I uh, I stole one of his four packs from his purchase last week, and that that was the one that was in my yeah, fridge yeah. for about seven hours. Yeah. <laughs> so very just good. just enough time to I mean, chill. You guys are open too, right? Like people yeah. can come down. Absolutely, and, we have a yeah. tap room. You can come in. You can drink a pint. You can have a flight. Uh, good we patio. Even have a cruise, if you're interested. It's uh, when you get ten samples, so it's a flight on steroids. Uh, you got to share it with uh, another person. You know, AGL rules yes uh, but uh, you know you each get five it's kind of like deal. when I used to go to the the hotel bars and yes we're sharing this pint <laughs> exactly. the old Strathcona hotel <laughs> Give me a, I do remember a pitcher that. and two glasses please <laughs> are you guys ever going to do food I know you have snacks and stuff like that we, but the, the whole food things in the next level yeah for, we'd for, like to get food at some point uh we were going to do some like food trucks this summer and everything like that, but uh, by the time we finally got around to it, a lot of them were booked up. Uh, but we do have a taco guy coming on the 30th, which is a Happy Beer Street uh, event day, so that's a Thursday. Uh, cool. Happy Beer Street's going to be kind of all hosting like a What day is something. that? Uh, it's Re- uh, the 30th of June uh, on a Thursday. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So they're doing kind of like, we did one a little while back. It was like everyone had a cask and then you just it was busy. Everyone came down, visited. Uh, what time does that start on the 30th? Oh, well, we open at noon, so, I mean, really, you can start at any time. Okay. Taco guys come into our place at around 2, so. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll have to write that yeah. down and remember to go down there for that. You guys have a big um, Oktoberfest thing we down do. there, too. Yeah, right? we do a big Oktoberfest party. The Rager. Yeah, it's going to be uh, September 17th, I believe, is the first day of Oktoberfest. It's a Saturday, and uh, that's when Oktoberfest actually kicks off in Munich, so mm. that's when we do our same thing. We release our Lederhosen beer, which is our Marzen. We uh, brew that to the traditional sense where it's okay. brewed in March and lagered all the way until September. So it's uh, 
takes a long time. A lot of love and effort put into it. And again, um, Omen is on board with the Locker Room Illegal Lawn Darts Tournament. Uh, so they may be filling the fridge. We may have well, just I was gonna done say, that. We already filled the fridge. Yeah. How many are going to be left by August 7th? <laughs> well, I think there's like an extra flat and a half there. They're going to open brought, it so. up. It's just going to be like Dumb and Dumber with all the IOUs. <laughs> Well, you know, yeah. you drink it all and you need more. Just You know where to find me. Yeah. All right. Um, you guys will have to put together a team or two. And if you're Absolutely. in the tournament, we'll have Reese down there and his beer down there. Um, so you can swing by. Yeah. And uh, hopefully we can get the tournament done before we get arrested. Um, it's teams and, of two, right? Yeah, it's teams of two. We've been doing this. This will be our fourth year. Okay. We had to do, a, based on... We had to make some adjustments, but this is, I'm excited about this year because we're doing it all at once again. Like we're doing the day thing. Like we're going to get there at noon and we're going to play for three hours and then we're going to go to JT's bar and grill and party after that. So, um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, I think we had the first year we did it, we had 30 teams, Mm -hmm. 30 plus teams. yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a big deal. Um, so this year I'm, I'm hoping that we can beat that and, and, uh, and have a good one. So mark your calendars, August 7th. And thank you, Owen, for... Yeah, no problem. And if you haven't been to... If you're a beer nerd... Uh, beer, uh, beer nerds have been down there. Oh, but, yeah. But if you're new to town and you haven't tried Ullman beer and you're a beer nerd, you got to go down there. And, Even and if you're not a beer nerd, you, you just like go. good beer. Yeah. Yeah, we're open seven days a week right now for the summer, too. So Monday through Sunday. So anytime... Uh, yeah, you got a hankering for a good beer. Thank we're, you. We're open. Yeah, this is this is really good. Thank you for this. Yeah, no All problem. Right. All right, there we go. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast, your official MMA show. A midget, millennial, and an asshole. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.